Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Let's talk summer festivities, whether it's celebrating graduations, jetting off on summer adventures, or dancing the night away at the epic end of summer wedding, Macy's has got you covered. Seriously, Macy's is like my summer savior. I have a fancy wedding on the horizon, so now I'm on the hunt for the perfect black tie dress, and you better believe Macy's is my first stop. I mean, with brands like DKNY and Michael Kors, it's a no-brainer. Macy's is the MVP of wedding season. And speaking of summer vibes, I'm already daydreaming about lazy days by the pool, Macy's is my go-to for all things poolside. Bathing suits that make you feel like a million bucks, beach towels to soak up the sun, and even floaties to keep the kids entertained. They've seriously got it all. So whether you're glamming up for a special occasion or stocking up for summer fun, shop at Macy's.com or in-store to find everything you need to make this summer unforgettable. Don't miss out. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store and let's make this summer one for the books. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 21- Seeds infused tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two time People's Choice Award winning podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. Gang's all here once again. Tanya. Party on, Wayne. My hair is deep conditioning as we speak. That means nothing to anyone except for us because we see your hair slicked back in a I wet just want people that are listening to know that, you know what? A modern woman, she multitasks. Okay. Tanya's deep conditioning her hair. Very, that's the, that's where you know where we're at in quarantine with topics to talk about because that is something she needed you that's to right. know. I, hey, I just switched to shampooing every other day because my hair is getting really dry. So that's where I'm at. So maybe you should pop on the deep conditioner multitask with Tanya. Yeah. Share secrets. Mark in his closet. I got my hair cut right when this all started, so I'm okay for a little while longer, but it is getting longer than I would like it. But Tanya made a Wayne's World reference, which kind of surprised me, because that's from when she was very, very young. I used to be like a big Wayne's World fan. Isn't that weird? Wow. That's random. Super random. 
Wait, what was the reference? I don't even know. Party on Wayne. That's what she said. First thing she said. Party on Wayne. I'm doing all kinds of weird things. I gave the Shaka the other day. Like who? I love giving the Shaka though. Like who does that even? Like it's not like it's not even a thing anymore. Chill people that want to cut loose. That's yeah, who does it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I I find myself doing that all the time. Yeah. Weirdly, like someone does something, I'm Let's just like, bring it back gotcha. in 2020. <laughs> Yeah, we can do whatever we want in 2020, I feel. It's after this is over, especially. it's like, Or even while this is happening, yeah. do what you want. Throw the shock um, if you need to. I feel to. like so we have some good news, and then I have some bad news. So I feel like we should start with the good news. My bad news is relatable. Okay. Oh, I'm normally a bad news first type of person. Well, gang, do, what do you think? Does it have to do with your cuticles? No. <laughs> I think I know what it has to do with. It has to do with my womanly parts. Oh, wow. <laughs> a UD. Is this bad news for just you or for all of us? It's just for me. Okay. Well, technically, if you've... Ex not for you men, but for all of you women who are listening. Oh. It is definitely not Correct. good news. So, should I, should I go with the bad news first? The floor is yours. I go with bad okay. news first. So, yeah. um, I am one of those women who just happens to be prone to urinary tract infections. So I, yeah, Shaka, um, I get them <laughs> constantly, and like to the point where I have a urologist. Like I am a 32 year old woman, and I go see a urologist because this happens to me all the time, and like. For many years, my urologist used to fight me because he would test me for all these things like STDs. And I was like, yo, I'm not having sex. And he would like fight me on it. He was like, it's okay. You can tell me. And I'm like, I, I know it's not like a, I'm, I'm not embarrassed. Like, I'm just want you to rule that out because it's not possible right now. Do you know what I mean? So anyways, I panicked the other night because I feel it coming on and I feel it coming on hard and strong to the point where I was like, I think I need to go to urgent care. And I was like, I can't do the morning show in the morning. I'm like having a full on like panic attack. And then I was like, I don't want to go to urgent care because I'm like scared of Corona. And so I then I'm like, my urologist is at Cedar sinai which is just kind of like a hotbed for Corona right now. So then I like go through that. Like I'm just having a really like I didn't sleep the whole night just because my mind was like going through all these things. Cut to, I call my urologist and he's doing um, like Zoom appointments or whatever, like through, not through Zoom, but through some medical portal or whatever. And it was literally like I was like Zooming with my parents. He fully was just like cutting in and out, asking his daughter how to like fix the audio or fix whatever. I was just like, this is literally the most LOL thing ever. Um, anyways, he gave me my prescription and I thought I was like all good, like going to go pick up my stuff. And then I called Becca literally sitting on the toilet. And I was like, I've been sitting on this toilet for two hours because it's the only position that makes me feel comfortable. And she answered my FaceTime, which I appreciated because sometimes she likes to ignore those. No, no, no. She called and I didn't answer. I was like, I'm not, I'm just not. I don't want to. And then she called back and I was like, oh, normally she gets the hint or she'll like text me with a like pouty emoji. So I was like, she is calling back. So I answered and she was in fact sitting on the toilet. But 
I answered. I was like, what do you want? She's so <laughs> mad. And I was like, I understand you're not the FaceTime type. So I'm only, I only do this in emergency situations. Okay, that's not true, but I did like immediately have sympathy because if you've had a UTI before, it is one of the worst feelings ever. I was like, I get it. Like for those of you, especially men who don't experience this or if you've never had one as a woman, it constantly feels like you need to pee, but you can't, you don't, you don't, you can't. And it burns. And it burns. knives. So I just like really wanted to give a shout out to women out there who are prone to these like myself because we really (laughs) just uh, endure some painful situations. And so I just wanted to give a shout out to anybody that's dealing with that, perhaps at the moment. What time was this? At night. That you FaceTimed Becca. Oh, uh, like 4 p.m.? No, it was like 4.30, okay. and she had been, she said she'd been on the on the toilet since 3. So it was a good hour. I, I, I guess my question is, why can't you so. just call her? Like, do you have to always FaceTime, especially when you're on the toilet? Couldn't you just call her? I needed her to see my pain. Okay. I, need- I didn't need to, but, I mean, you know, you do what you do in a time of desperation, so... Yeah, I mean, great, great question, Mark. Like, that's my question at all times. Like, why, why can't we just call? In fact, we even had a business call regarding the good news that we're about to share. And Tanya goes, goes great, I'll uh, do a group FaceTime via this group chat. And I said, do we have to FaceTime or can this be a phone call? And she goes, why are you so against FaceTime? And then Amy chimes in and goes, I'm with Becca. I don't want to FaceTime. And then Danielle was like, I don't need a FaceTime. We can do a call. And it felt really good to just like <laughs> I dominate. I, you know what? I was like, fine. And I get it. And I'm trying to be a lot more respectful of the amount that I FaceTime you. But but oh, that's this nice. moment, I, like, needed, I, I needed you. I needed you. I know. I felt like I felt like I stepped up in that moment, even though I answered not kindly. I was like, I offered to go get I your know, prescription. So nice. For you. It was literally so nice. But are you feeling better? Night and day. That those medications, <laughs> man, they really just do some wonders. But it's 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 pretty wild because yeah. I feel like um like all day yesterday I just did nothing like I just couldn't even function because the pain was so gnarly and so when it when you start to feel better it's really like nine day I have one more uh question that's I, really yeah. none of my business but I'll just say it this way when someone a woman is in a new relationship that is um achieving certain milestones a UTI can be somewhat common Correct. And that's the first thing that my brain goes to and that are probably a lot of scrubbers' brains goes to. So I just thought I'd say that, that that's what a lot of our brains are going to. Well, sex? I beg your pardon? <laughs> well? Sex? <laughs> I have heard that doing that after a long period of not doing that can trigger a UTI. In fact... My wife and I have experience in that area a million years ago. So 
I just thought I'd say that that's where my brain's going. Yeah, it's funny that you say that because in my notes with my urologist, it does say like not not sexually related. Like it's like a bold thing because I I wanted him because he kept like throwing out all these STDs. And I was just like, I know that's not I know what it is. Like I know what this is. So anyways, um, during our FaceTime with my doctor, he literally because I told him, I was like, the situation's different now. I'm in a I'm in a relationship and you know, I have a, a nice partner and like blah blah and he literally like said congratulations <laughs> to me and like it was like the funniest. <laughs> I'm like, my doctors know way too much about like my personal life. Uh, so do the thousands of people listening <laughs> to the show. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, your urologist knows no more than what (laughs) our listeners know. (laughs) His medical experience really means nothing. Crystal Lamanzada probably knows (laughs) just as much or more. (laughs) Yeah. That is so true. That is so funny. Shout Shout out out to to Crystal. Crystal. She had a birthday last week. Well, it's too bad we're not in the studio because the ding, ding, ding sound effect would be really exciting right now. I think that's great. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you so much. I feel very good. I feel in a really good place in this relationship. Um, Committed and... um, And... uh, I don't want to speak... Getting UTI. (laughs) Committed and UTI prone. Committed and UTI prone. You know, we're in this... Throw the the shock. (laughs) We're in this together, guys. (laughs) (laughs) So that's funny. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better, truly. It really is the worst, so I'm glad you got a handle on that. So with the bad news, let's go with some good news. So... You know, Tanya and I have attempted, well, we've de- we have attempted at one time to do a, like, virtual hang slash party, and while I wouldn't say it was a great success, I wouldn't say it was a complete failure, but I know that we can do better, and so we've been trying to think of a way, how can we do, um, like, a merge of a virtual hangout, like a live, kind of mixed with a live show, kind of mixed with the podcast, and so we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it on right? <laughs> Cinco de Mayo. But instead of calling it Cinco de Mayo, we're going to call it Cinco de Scrubbers. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, um, we obviously did two shows at the beginning of the year in San Francisco and then LA and they were so much fun and we had great big plans of bringing the live show to different cities and I know everyone was so excited. We obviously can't do that right now and I think I speak for all of us when I say that we're pretty bummed about that. But even if we would have been able to, we couldn't have gone to every city that wanted you guys to come to their city. This way, we kind of can't. That is true. So, and the, and the cool thing that we're doing is we've also been trying, we've also been wanting to help out in ways that we can. And so what we're going to do is we're going to do this event. It's going to start at 5 p.m. on Tuesday, Cinco de Scrubbers. And you buy a ticket. The tickets are $9.99. And a portion of the ticket sales are going to be donated to charity. And so um, uh, you can find, we'll put the link and all that information, like, in the Scrubbing and Facebook group, um, on the Instagram. And um, it'll be fun. It'll be a fun hang. You 
pay for the ticket, but it's also going to be a way for us to give back, which is something that we've been wanting to do as well. Um, yeah. And so it's going to be 5 p.m. Pacific time. So it'll be 8 p.m. on the oh, East late, Coast and then 7 the p.m. Central. And then I think they'll be OK at 8 o'clock. <laughs> 8 p.m. is a little, you know, just I'm happy it's five for us because I'll be sparky. Great. We love a sparky Tanya. Um, so this that we're doing it on a platform called CYA and it is like an Instagram live that meets a Zoom that meets Netflix party, which we are all familiar with. Um, we'll be able to chat live with with y'all and then we'll also have celebrity guests. We're going to play truth or drink just like the live show. We'll dance and we'll have a Q&A. It's all going to be basically our live show um run of the show it's just going to be virtual but it's going to be so much fun because everyone can be a part um so if you are wanting to submit any truth or drink questions for us which really kills me to give you all this information um you can submit the questions via email at scrubbing in at iheartmedia.com yeah and this like is kind of cool because it just assures me that i get another facetime with you in the next few days so that's pretty chill shaka (laughs) shaka (laughs) shaka chill that's pretty pretty, pretty stoked, stoked on that, on that. um <laughs> yeah so go to the website we're gonna post it on instagram and the facebook group like tanya said but check it out and we're really excited so hopefully it goes hopefully it goes way better than our netflix no it will it, ha- it like there's um, no it can't it can't get worse than that <laughs> so if you like <laughs> if you enjoyed that if you had fun at that this is gonna be way better yeah, if you thought that was great, you just wait. Hold on to your robes, horses, and your robes. I'll try to give the I'll try I'll try to give the link, although I don't know if this will work or not. But it's it's cya dot live slash event slash fifteen o two. Cya is like see ya, right? See ya. Not like camp. Yes. America or something. <laughs> I went to I camp. Yes, America five years in a row. <laughs> Uh, live slash event slash 1502. That should get you to where you need to go, but we'll put the link on the Facebook page and that'll be easier. It'll be in the description of this episode too, so you can just click it right from your phone. Oh, nice. Look at that. Just ease. That is the name of us. Ease. <laughs> hmm When I think of us, ease. ease. You just click it here, um, click it there. It's available for you everywhere. Oh, wow. Um, what are your thoughts on Gigi and Zane? Oh, my God. Pregnant. Oh, my goodness. Didn't see that coming. I know. Like, I just, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, like, I'm fine. I like them together. Like, I don't have any really strong opinions on them. I really like Gigi Hadid, and Zane seems great to her. Um, but, like, I wasn't expecting a baby. I mean, I think that's what happens is, like, these these celebrities, they grow up so fast. You know what I mean? So like they're 25, but in reality they're like 45. Cause I feel like they live so much life so quickly. You know what I mean? So I feel like in their minds, they're like, sure, let's have a baby, you know? I mean, that's a pretty, I mean, especially from where I'm from that that's a nor- very normal age to have a baby. It's just funny because like 
in my mind, I think of when Gigi first started out and kind of had her like rise to fame. She was so young, and I, for some reason, still think of her that age. But when I really think about a 25-year-old, yeah. that's very but normal. But do you know what makes me <laughs> so mad is like, so I saw those photos go up um, for her from her 25th birthday, you know, like so cute, like party. Like I looked at all the photos, and I did not notice that this was like a gender reveal party because the the um what do you call the strings on the balloons of the 25 one of them was pink and one of them was blue and then like bella hadid was posting all of these like presents and stuff and she put like emojis over the front of the bags and these like fans found the bags online and realized that the bags had like hello can't remember what it was it was like hello little one or hello sun little sunshine or something so it's clearly like for a baby you know baby gift and i'm like how do I see wow. all this content and not sleuth that hard? Like, how did I miss once I once I read the article that somebody found like the strings? I'm like, how did I not see a pink and a blue string? It's very clearly there. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't think that it's abnormal that you. No one that. saw it. I think that somebody saw <laughs> yeah. it after the fact. Yeah. Oh, after they announced the baby news? Yeah, nobody nobody saw that. And there are people that, like, you know, just Jared in these places that get paid money just to sleuth these things. You don't, and they didn't find it. Wait, I never knew what sleuthing was until I went on The Bachelor and read, like, what people were saying on the message boards trying to figure out who won that oh, season. those are my favorite kind of sleuthers. I was shocked. I was, like... I am shocked by the... That's when I stopped reading Reddit threads. It was the first and the last time I could read them because they get kind of not nice. (laughs) But it's remarkable what people can pick up on, and especially since social media is so prevalent now, it's it's like it's just looking at, like, who's posting with who and who's posting where and that kind of thing. The the Gigi uh, Zane baby gender reveal thing, I want to know, do you think that was like them slipping like not slipping up but like uh hoping no one would notice the like pink and blue uh strings or was that like they're being taylor swift and they're putting easter eggs in there for people to catch later i would i would love to think that they were like yeah. taylor swift and like gave us some easter eggs but i also don't think they were trying to keep it very secret because i feel like her mom recently came out and said like um yolanda said she's excited to be like a grandma and stuff so i don't think they're trying to like hide it really Okay. I just like Easter eggs. I want more of them. I know. Me too. I know. I, I like to think it was an Easter egg, Easton. I didn't even know that till Tanya just said that, but I'm going to go with it was an Easter egg for oh, us. When I saw it, I was like, wow. Well, and talk about the bag, too. I thought that oh bag was really uh, some sleuthing. Yeah, That's like the fact that they found the bag I'm like trying. on whatever Hallmark.com or whatever it is. Like, it's so good. Bella thought she was being all clever, covering yes. it with an emoji. <laughs> nice try. No. Nice I mean, try. you got to think, like, sleuthers are the reason why, if you watch that, like, Don't F With Cats documentary, they were sleuthers. And, like, that was some professional work that they did. So, like, respect to the sleuthers out there because yeah. they work hard. Can I rant for a sec? Please. 
Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. This week, May 6th through May 13th, Rakuten is having their biggest cash back event of the year. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Ulta, Good American, and Dyson, and top categories like fashion, beauty, electronics, and home essentials. I'm so excited to shop for all new makeup and even some pet products and treats for my dog, Sunny. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. This is the perfect time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can save by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account or they can send you a check. Rakuten has 15 million members who are already saving and you can be one of them. Membership is free and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. So go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers, get it. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. 
Haley and I watched uh, this movie on Netflix last night. It's called A Secret Love. Have you seen the trailer for it? I haven't it, even anyone? heard of it. <clears throat> it's about these two, like, older ladies. Like, they're in their, I think, 90s. And they lived their whole life, 65 years of being a couple and no one knew. Because it was, like, illegal. Like, you got thrown in jail when they were, like, young, you know, if you were gay. And they kind of talk and, like, their family didn't know. They just thought they were best friends that moved to the United States and it was, like, cheaper to live together. And it's, like, it's sad, but they, they've, like, lived a great life. But the sad part was, like, watching them just get old and, like, have to have people take care of them. And I just am having a moment. I don't know if it's, like, TikTok or what, but it's everything's making me feel old. And I just don't want to get to that level. Wait, that's so sad. I'm like going through this. I'm going through this whole like crisis of like feeling old. Are you like really down about it? No, no, I'm really not down about it. I'm just being dramatic. But I do like, you know, I like feel sometimes it's like you just all of a sudden realize because they were saying in the movie, she was saying, like, we've been together for 65 plus years, and yet it feels like it just happened yesterday. And it's like you don't realize how time's going by. I don't know. It was like emotional. But it's really Wait sweet. Have kids, like, it's a great documentary. And then you watch time go by, and it's amazing. Is it, does it make it better I watch when you it. have kids, or is it more like. <laughs> um, obviously it does in so many ways, but in terms of aging, you really just feel it happening because it just feels like a week ago that there were just little babies that I could hold in my arms and now they're throwing it back on TikTok. So it, throwing it's, it <laughs> it's really amazing how fast it goes yeah. and you kind of forget that, oh, that's how fast I'm going to. Yeah. It's like that phrase, like the days are long, but the years are like, short. Yeah. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like 23 still. I know, but, but you I'm know not, what though? I do know? believe that a lot of it is like mentality. You know what I mean? Like I don't feel, totally. I mean, I don't even know how old I feel to be honest, but like I feel alive. I feel vibrant and I'm feeling things that I like haven't felt in a long time. And I think it's because I'm like stripping back things. Like I just chopped off my nail. It's disgusting, but like I just chopped off all my acrylics and I'm just feeling like very, um, I don't know what the word is. I don't want to say myself cause I've always been like myself, but like just very alive and like happy to be that way. I love that. I would love to have my nails done right now though. So I do disagree with you. I'd feel more alive if I had my nails done, but let me tell you, I got like a little, cause I went to CVS and so I was like, I need to get like just some things that I don't have for myself. So I went, I got like a little Manny pedicure kit and I tried to cut my own cuticles and like hacked into like, I'm like bleeding on my like fingers and I still have acrylics attached to the ends of them. I'm, I mean like I'm a mess physically, but like mentally I'm strong. Which well, is, that's I good. think, a good okay. place to be. Because you've been great. in some dark places during this quarantine. Yeah. So that's oh, good. Oh, yeah. When the quarantine started, I was mentally dark in a bad place. And it really but, took a turn. Becca, that's an interesting question. Because I was actually, it's weird that you say that. In the past 48 hours, I was thinking, how old do I feel? And I think it's that's around like question. 31, 32, I think is how I feel. And I don't know how that changes. Like, I don't know. Do my parents feel like they're in their 40s? Like, I don't know if that changes as you get older. But obviously, I'm a lot older than that. But that's how I feel. And that's how you're going to act. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know if it's just like, I think right now for me, on top of just like the silly things that I'm talking about, I mean, I, I joke about like, we talk about TikTok last week and stuff too, but like, I just don't get it. And I don't know how to participate on it in a way that makes it feel like it's me without feeling <laughs> like I'm trying to be young. Like I literally got the grandma on there. Can I tell you the two things that always made me feel old? What? Um, there's what? two things that I use as examples of, of this made me feel old. It's people watching other people play video games. Oh, man. Like on yeah. Twitch, like on YouTube. Like there's a whole world of people watching other people play video games. That's baffling to me. Well, that doesn't feel old. That just feels like. But that's something young people are into. And I, it's so, it's not just that I don't get it. Like there's plenty of stuff I don't get it. But when I say, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, <laughs> that's when I know I'm old. And the other one is ear gauges. <laughs> I had those holes in your ears, like the size of a half dollar or even bigger, the size of a of a, a, a tea plate. When I see those in people's ears, I'm like, oh man, I'm a hundred. <laughs> I like those ear gauges. Oh, well, I'm a hundred too. If that you yeah. like them, Tanya, I had them for a brief amount of time. Like, but they, they've you can still see the hole. Mine were like the size of pencils, I guess. Because well, I'm, yeah, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm very alternative, and um, <laughs> I, I wanted to rebel because I was very hardcore in high school, and then I took took them out. I my my best friend in uh, San Diego, King, he had ones that were like half half a dollar size, and then he took them out, and he had to get his. You have to get them size. cut and stitched. I think you yeah, they like cut them and then stitch them back yeah. up. I've had a lot of friends do that too. <laughs> Your alternative yeah, friends, very, you know, me, me and my alt crew. <laughs> I yeah. I took mine. I had cubic zirconia plugs in mine, uh, so it just looked like big old diamonds. And um, I went to a, I went to a, a punk rock show, and someone kicked me in the head, and one of them flew out. And I after the show, I was like looking for it on the ground, and I had this like epiphany, and I'm like, am I on my hands and knees in a auto garage, like looking for a cubic? Zir- <laughs> this is stupid. And I took the other one out and threw it away, and I never looked back. That's it. <laughs> That was it for me. Wow. What yeah. a great story. You know, we've all got to grow up sometime. You know, it's true. Oh, but one of my favorite quotes from the, the documentary, and then we can move on. She says, um, someone's talking to her, and she's, he's like, yeah, you broke the rules. And she was like, yeah. And then she's like, I broke the rules, and that's why I'm happy. <laughs> and I was like, that's so cool. Like, sometimes we were, like, so worried about, like, following the constructs that we're like told to follow and we live a life that's not happy or fulfilling and I thought that was such a great quote of being like sometimes like your happiness depends on you going against the grain and like making your making your own rules you know like yeah I don't need to live by your rules I'm gonna live by mine because when you look at history it's like it, it's almost as if homosexuals didn't exist in the 1800s and the early 1900s. But the truth is they existed as much as they do now. And they had two choices, live in the shadows or live a lie. Yeah. And those are not yeah. good choices. Yeah. But that's how it was for uh-uh. decades and centuries. And that's that's such a tragedy. 
Yeah, it was really interesting. And to be honest, and I don't know if they did it this way or this is just how I perceived it, but it didn't feel like, I didn't feel depressed or sad watching that aspect because I felt like they lived a great life together and they loved each other so much that it wasn't, like, I'm sure, obviously, it would have been so much easier if they could have just been out and lived their life freely. But in my mind, I took it as, like, we did what we had to do to survive, and we had a great life together, and, like, we loved each other so much, and we still love each other. But, um, yeah, it was, it was like, really sweet and cute and just emotional. I watch that. But anyways, yeah. Um, on the flip side... There's, have you watched, did you watch, did you finish no, Too Hot to I'm Handle? I'm going to finish it. When am I going to finish it? <sighs> Tonight. Probably next, next week. What, 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 what? <laughs> it's just a TV show, right? <laughs> what? You can't, you can't find an hour in the next few days? How much more do you have? <laughs> well, I have one episode. I just had the wow. finale. But I have Red Star coming to me, uh, for a few days and so when he's here i only watch shows that we watch together when you say it like that it sounds like you're expecting that time of the month (laughs) (laughs) yeah red star sorry i can't watch the show red star's coming to visit for a few days it's a big trip like we watch schitt's creek or we watch um uh, we did tiger king together we finished that and then or we watch like a movie like a documentary watch like a vegan documentary that i didn't eat meat for the next day and you know it's just like Wow, impactful. <laughs> For one day. hours. <laughs> impactful. <laughs> really, yeah. really got her to really... her core. Those animals can take care of themselves after a day. I'm good. It's called. <laughs> she went to yeah. in and out the next day. The animal style so good. <laughs> it's yeah. a documentary called Forks Over Knives, and it's really, really good and really powerful. But I find that... Um, I, I don't eat a ton of meat, but I think for me to say I'm never going to eat it again is a little is a little robust. Is that the right mm-hmm. word? It applies, I think. Uh, we're, sure. Yeah, it yeah, works. It works. <laughs> There's probably better options, but it works. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I probably won't watch it for a few days, but that's okay. But, so tell us about, like, uh, you know, are you loving it? Is it great? Did you finish it, Becca? Yeah. And? I did. I mean, it's great. I mean, it was great, like, mindless TV. And Netflix is killing it with, like, reality TV. They had Love is Blind and now this one. I'm also watching Bachelor Listen to Your Heart. Oh, yeah. Do you like like, it? I'm doing it willingly. I'm not even, like, feeling forced. I get excited about it because I am just, like, you know, Monday night having the, like, bachelor to look forward to is something that's part of a routine i think and like even though it's not quite the same it it gives me the feel i actually like i enjoyed too hot to handle a lot because the first episode i was like there's no way i'm gonna like these people or like want to invest and then i really started to it really started to turn for me and like i'm it's who do you like um harry like I hated him the first episode and now I'm like, oh my gosh, what a gem, what a hot gem. Um and no, See, you don't like him? No, to me, I just thought I like knew in my mind, I'm like, I know that personality so well of like guys that are just so annoying, but they're so likable, even though you wanna hate them, they're just like funny and like you're just kinda like, Oh, 
Like, I almost used to feel that way about Dean. Sorry, I'm, I'm excited about Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> Ignore me. Easton's barking again. <laughs> um, but I just, I remember being like, Dean's just like so silly. He's like the guy that will never settle down. He's so cute and charming. You know, like you just didn't really take him seriously, but he's so great. That's right. That's how I felt about, that's kind of how Harry grew Yeah, and like, me. I love the fact that they use this weird, like, Alexa-looking, like, device to give them rules and, like, teach them lessons. Like, it's so 2020, but, like, I don't know. I just loved it. Yeah, I really liked it, too. I My only thing with these Netflix shows is how do they do a second season? Because what was so cool about it is that no one knew going on that they weren't going to be able to do anything. I almost hope anything. that they don't do second seasons of any of these things because I feel like the people on them are purists. You know what I mean? Like, they don't know if the show is yeah. going to be hot. They don't know if it's going to flop. They don't know anything, but they're down for the experiment and they're down for it. You know what I mean? Whereas I feel like next season, if they do a love is blind, all these people are just going to want, you know what I'm saying? Like there's no wrong reasons kind of a thing. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. It's true. And the love is blind people. I mean, they were together for what, like a year and a half or something before the show even came out and no one knew anything. And then their lives are changed forever. And you're, you're liking Listen to Your Heart because Ben Higgins on Almost Famous has made no secret of the fact that he is watching Out of Obligation because he hosts a podcast about The Bachelor shows. Okay, so here's my thing. It is so cringe. <laughs> like, it is to where I'm like, my body's tense watching because I'm so uncomfortable, but in the best way for me. Like, there's something about watching something that cringe that's, like, satisfying, and it's enough drama that I'm, like, you know, I'm, like, oh, no, she did not just do that. You know, I find myself feeling emotions towards these people. But I think what I've realized with The Bachelor and Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise, why people are so drawn to them is because they know the people. Like, they've already followed their story. This is why the Bachelor producers choose someone that someone already knows instead of choosing random people because people are so invested. And that's why people aren't as excited about Listen to Your Heart or Invested because they don't know any of these people. They're all like brand new. I enjoyed the first two episodes. I watched the first two and then I kind of fell off because I think I just like, I don't know, I forget what day. I just forget like the days. But I, I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> no, yeah, I guess you're right. You forget what day it is. Yeah, it's yeah, hard like to it's like I know it. Monday I through Friday is Monday through Friday, but I'm not totally sure what day of the week it is in those days. Um, <laughs> but I'm down to keep going because I did enjoy the first two episodes. It's like days you do radio and days you yeah. don't do radio. That is exactly it. That's exactly it. I wonder if Ben Higgins doesn't like it because it's. I will say the relationship aspect of it feels very not natural it doesn't it feels very forced to me like no one feels oh, like just like love each other <sighs> i mean well they just met so like they actually oh. like each other they're just like you're a good singer i think that you can help me out so i'm gonna choose he said you. that he doesn't understand why he's watching like he doesn't see the point like the point of the bachelor the bachelorette is to find love for this person that we ostensibly care about he doesn't understand the point of this show and why he's watching it well, no, because the people who get chosen at the end as, like, the best singers who, like, have the most chemistry get, like, a 
deal, a record deal and yeah. get to tour or something, which they don't now, but mm. they were going to. Back when tours <laughs> were a thing. I mean, listen, it's passing <laughs> the time. And I'm, I'm thankful. For one, I am thankful that somehow the producers of The Bachelor knew that we'd be in a pandemic state and they provided content. Well, and for now us. this summer they're doing uh, the Bachelor's greatest hits or whatever they're calling it. The Bachelor, the most unforgettable ever. So, do oh, you man. do you think you'll be featured on that? I was pretty. I mean, I was pretty forgettable <laughs> in my season of The Bachelor. That's like, not true because they brought you back. So you couldn't not. have been forgettable if they brought you back the next season. Um, Becca, you're just unforgettable human. It's not TV worthy though. I don't. I didn't do anything about, worth TV. Worth what about when you was? Didn't you have a problem like finding like Indiana on a map or something? Was that? Yeah, that was that could me. end up on there. And to be honest, I took a quiz the other day, a BuzzFeed quiz. About I've taken the that states, one. <laughs> and the of the Midwest, Indiana is the only one I got right because that scarred me. I don't. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't do well in that situation either. So yeah, it was that was rough. But yeah, I'm gonna be very excited to tune into Wait, so that what are as they well. Doing? They're like making people rehash old drama. Well, it's ten episodes, but it's basically a clip just... show. It's basically highlights of the greatest oh. moments of uh, all these years. It's but it's gonna be three hours every Monday night. Oh, man. Three hours. No. Yes. No. Oh Here it is. The 10-episode summer series hours? titled The Bachelor, The Most Unforgettable Ever will be hosted by Chris Harris in there for three hours, Monday nights, starting June 8th from 8 to 11. And they announced that Wednesday, and they were hoping The Bachelorette would be there, but it's not going to be, so here we are. Uh, uh, and I'm just, like, so excited for Claire. Like, ugh. About her. I think, they're, I think they'll do it. Still. Yeah, they have to. She needs her chance. She needs her. I don't know why they're not doing it now. Seriously. Get her at home doing Zoom dates. We're all watching. I think it's great. And then while they're doing the Zoom dates, they're quarantined for 21 days or whatever it is, the whole process to play out. And then at the end of 21 days, those people are allowed to actually be together in the, uh, in the what do you call it? The, um, the Bachelor Mansion. Pod? No, the suites. Oh, the fantasy uh, suites? The fantasy suites. The fantasy suites? Because they've all been quarantined, so it's safe. <laughs> they go from Zoom to... Oh, my God. No? Nobody else likes this idea? Well, I heard what they're going to do. No. No, I don't. Wow. I went to see them, like, awkwardly interacting. I was into it. I was into it for, like, the daters. limo. Like, I thought, like, she initially meeting them over FaceTime would be kind of fun and cute. But then when you... No! The limo entrances are, like, the I know, but best. imagine them having to do that on... Get creative via Zoom. That would be gold. I'm just over Zoom. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. It's like I, I'm tired of seeing everything. I want to see real interaction. I know. I get it. I'm with you. Hi, Phoebe. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm hoping that they, like, I read somewhere that maybe they'll quarantine in, like, a um, like location that's maybe, I don't know. I'm thinking, like, an island somewhere. Maybe, like, I don't know. Maybe they'll just stay. They'll stay in the United States, probably, but. Anyways, go somewhere. They're all just like in the same property, whatever, and they're just like going on mini dates wherever they can yeah. and making the most they of it. They should do that. They should have immediately taken all the contestants and put them in a resort completely quarantined for a month or whatever they, they're comfortable with and then just do the show. Give them tests. 
Giving yeah. them some uh, test them. So romantic. Yeah. Every great love story starts with a nasal and swab. STD text. <laughs> well, both. Why not? I mean, you yeah. know. I do. Okay, I do want to know though if anybody's listening and they are um, dating during this time. Like, I think at, like in the beginning of the pandemic, it's like cute because like you meet somebody on a dating app and you can like talk to them and you can set up some FaceTime dates and stuff like that. But who, we don't know when this is when this is going to be over and when we can actually like be out and about so it's like i'm wondering at what point do you just do you give up or do you just keep facetime dating them for however long like i'm just very curious about that you know what i mean yes and i'm curious about people who have been dating not very long like within a relationship for three months or something yeah like, and now they're me. quarantined yeah but you're seeing each other like the people that are stuck on video after a very short amount of time or six months or whatever i think that's got to be very difficult because you're, it's too soon to move in together, but it's not soon enough to be completely separated indefinitely. Right. Oof. I mean, I would be just using this time to make myself better. I would have no desire to be dating over I have had a lot of people like, right reach now. out to me and send me photos of them um, doing Calling in the One. So that's been like really... I know. So many people have been telling me that. I would be working on self-growth, doing some journaling, reading some books, so that when the time comes, I'm ready to go. I know what a, it's who like, I am. It's like we're all caterpillars right now. And we're just these caterpillars, and we're living in our homes, which are our cocoons, and we're growing, and we're learning about ourselves, and we're doing these things, and then eventually... We're going to be let out and we're all going to be these beautiful butterflies that get to fly around and we've gone through transformations and we get to be together and fly together. Mm. We'll have masks yeah. on, Those but we're butterflies. Powerful. Yeah, we're butterflies. We're going to make it masks. dark, Mark. The same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was I did a IG live for Revolve with Nick Vial last night and we were talking about um just like how dating a girl wrote in and she was like what do you do if you go on a first date with someone and there's no um like you say exactly what you want and then they are not into it or so basically saying like you know there's there's people who go in and they're like kind of Tonya I almost feel like you're this way a little bit but I think you're more willing to give people a chance than you maybe realize or something. But you go in and you're like, this is who I am. This is what I like to do. I go to church. Like, you lay it all out there on the for first sure. date. And, and like, I feel like for the most part in the past, if they didn't necessarily line up, you were kind of like, all right, that's not my guy. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> but I, I do feel like with Red Star, I don't know if there was any, like, of those red flags or things. But there were a few things that maybe you were like, I feel like any other guy, you maybe wouldn't have given it a chance, but because you had a connection with him, you were willing to be like, okay, I'm going to get to know him more. A hundred percent. And I was saying, like, I feel like especially right now, you get on these Zoom dates and you're just, all you have to do is talk. You're not really able to rely on chemistry, really. And I was just going to say, if you're doing this, like, don't write, if you enjoy talking, to, if you're able to have a conversation for like a lengthy period of time like this for the first time, give that person a chance, even if they don't check off every single list, because that matters in some capacity if you're able to have a first date over Zoom and it's comfortable. You know what that list, 
That list should just be ripped up into a lot of pieces. Your list, or you're saying just people's lists list? in general? Just both? both. Get rid of them. We don't need. We don't need yeah. lists. We don't need boxes. We don't need any of that stuff anymore. Wow, she's passionate. The facial expression she has is saying. (laughs) We don't need rules. We don't need boxes. We don't need lists. We live for ourselves. For ourselves. See, it's so... Because of ourselves. It's so weird. Because, like, I go back and forth on this battle in my head of living for myself and doing what I want, but also, like being respectful of other people and following rules to an extent where where I'm like honoring myself but also like respecting others it's like such a fine line for me and I don't know if that's because I'm like a people pleaser to the extreme as a Enneagram number nine where like I don't want to upset anyone so I teeter this line but I find it so interesting because I read something empowering where I'm like I'm in control. I'm living for me. And then I'm like, I don't, I like the idea of like serving others and respecting. I don't know. Like I walk this really weird. I mean, obviously I think like we're put on this earth to like do things for others. So I don't, I don't mean like be self-centered and like only do things that benefit yourself. Like I do think it's important to like help others and, and do life with other people. But I also think, too, at the end of the day, like, when you're making decisions about how you want to live your life, and, and I think it's important to stay true to yourself, because I think at the, you're going to, the years are going to go by, and, because I, I, I have experience. Don't even get me started on the years. No, but I'm serious, like, Don't I have die. experiences where, like, I have listened to, like, uh, opinions from other people, and it swayed me to do things that I didn't necessarily feel in my heart that I wanted to do, and I ended up really regretting those decisions, and so I think, like, when you really ask yourself and you look inward, you can make these decisions, and then you don't look back with regret, you know? Like, I think that's a huge mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, it's so interesting because uh, the other day when we were promoting the Revolve chat, it said like talking about dating and love and blah, blah, blah. And one of our scrubbers, I guess like her friend sent it to her, the story. And then she responded to she responded to me instead of to her oh, friend. Oh, I love when that happens. I was my love story. when that happens. And she, and she said, interesting. I hope she's honest. And I just responded with like an emoji, like, like doing like this, like questioning it. And she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You know, like apologize. Like I'm going to send to my friend, like we support you. And I guess like I worded it wrong, but my whole thing was like me being private about my relationship isn't me being dishonest about my relationship. True. Like I am, I talk about that I'm in a relationship. Like I don't act like I'm single or talk about anything it's not dishonest. It's just my decision to keep it private. But I thought it was interesting that she worded it that way. It is interesting because what did the question say? Talk about you were you were going to talk about your dating life? No, it just said like it just said talking about dating and love and relationships, like in general. Like how Nick does his questions with Nick thing. It is interesting. What's interesting? The, that she said, I hope she's honest because I don't, it's not probably not what she meant. I hope she, she probably meant like, I hope she shares. 
Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. She probably meant she, this she will be interesting she if she opens up. Yeah, I hope she shares and like, yeah. But I just thought it was, I'm like, oh, I wonder if people think that because that privacy means dishonesty. Yeah, but I mean, I think also people are going to have opinions no matter what you do. You know what I mean? Like I get people saying all all the time to me, why do you keep covering his Red Star's face? Like it's not that big of a deal. And I'm like, it's not that big of a deal. Um, but there is a reason why I'm doing it. And that's for me to know right now. You know what I mean? Like it's not mm-hmm. like, no, like do I, I'm not going to be covering his face in photos forever. But like for the time being, like that's just like what it needs to be, you know? So it's just like people are going to constantly have opinions and like things like that. Yeah. But you just. Yeah, I guess to that point, it's like people don't always know the whole story. Like, there's a reason why you're private with your relate, like keeping it more private than you will in the future. For sure. And more private than I ever have in the past. And I also think it's, it's, it's very layered, but it's also like, I do think like now I'm beginning to kind of feel like these people should earn their way into my life. You know what I mean? Like, I want to know that this dude is going to be here and he's going to be here. He's in my life. You know what I mean? So like, people don't need to see his Mm -hmm. face until like. Until you say, I love you. <laughs> there you go. Bingo. Yeah. Until it's a little bit more, you know, like of a, of a firmed up thing, because I think also like, you know, I think I'm, I'm, and I'm just quick to jump to these things because I'm just such like a hopeless romantic and I love it. And like, I remember when I was eating Senior Butterfly and like Becca took like the cutest effing photo of us, like just like on the couch, like looking at each other and like. I wanted to post those things. You know what I mean? Like I love, I love, I love love. And like, I love the idea of it. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's like, no, I don't want to be covering his face in these photos, but I think just for right now, like this is what I have to do really quick. I, t- yeah. Sorry, Tanya. I just know you react to this kind of stuff, right? As you said, senior butterfly, Allison, my wife walked in and brought this uh, dead butterfly into the room. <laughs> wow. That is symbolic. Very, very symbolic. <laughs> Dead. That, that was a powerful so stuff right there. I'm wearing headphones. She can't hear what, what's being said. Now, now she's hauling in heavy boxes by herself without any help from me. But um. hold on, hold, can you hold up that butterfly, please? I certainly can. That is that is symbolism at its finest. That is so freaking funny, Easton. Wow. Was, yeah, it really uh, blew my mind. Anyway, it feels significant. Yeah. Wow. That was, yeah, that, that was, was significant. significant. Wow. Senor Butterfly <laughs> died in our hearts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true, though. Like, I even have moments where, where, like, we'll take photos or videos, and I, like, am like, oh, this would be so cute to post. Honestly, in my mind, I know that my, like, social media my engagement and my followers would go up if I post it because that's all people want to see is like relationship but I'm like I can't sacrifice like my privacy and my relationship for that reason you know totally I bet I and I always wonder when that'll change what when like like Tanya says at a certain point it's going to kind of open up. And I feel the same way about you. I feel like there will, there will be a level achieved and everything's going to open up. Yeah. It's just going to be people asking till I just 
can't take it well, anymore. And I'm just like, here. I hope, I hope that's not what happens. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I think it'll just be a point where I'm like, all right, you know, I. It does. It's. It doesn't affect me whether whether it's public or not. Mm-hmm. You know, like it doesn't change our relationship. If nine five p becomes one zero zero p, that's going to be a level I think that allows a lot of more information to come out. <laughs> oh yeah, well yeah. If it, if if it's a hundred p, then that's pretty. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades. Or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more, like at-home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit, or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? 
Ross, you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Cassidy had a really interesting question for uh, Tanya that I thought was uh, worth sharing. Have you still been writing in your dear future husband journal? And how has it changed since meeting and dating Red Star? Oh, That is an interesting question because I I think the last time I wrote in it was um, very early stages of when I met Red Star. And I haven't written in it in a while because it is weird because I do think about him. You know what I mean? Like when I've written in it in the past, I've written in it because I'm like questioning things or it's like it's very much like a giant question mark and I don't know. And so it's like or I had like a really bad date and it's like this guy sucked. And I'm like, I know that you're going to make me feel like this. You know what I mean? Like it's it's always come from either like a bad date or like a, a heartbreak or a new something exciting. So it's like I, I haven't written in it because. I'm writing letters to my current boyfriend. Does that make sense? Wait, like in real life or in you're saying if you wrote it, you'd be writing letters to your No, I'm boyfriend. I'm actually in real life writing letters to like Red Star. But I'm saying if if I wrote in my dear future husband journal right now, I feel like I would be write like thinking about him. Should I keep writing? So, in it? do you think you'll tr- do you think you'll transfer the letters to Red Star to the Dear Future Husband journal if Red Star is future husband? I don't know. Because now, now I'm thinking about it. Actually, somebody sent me this really cute. It was actually a really, it was a TikTok. And it was this girl. Um, I'm going to see if I can find it. But um, she was writing to her future husband. She started writing it in eighth grade. Mm. And oh it's gosh. the cutest video because she got married and she gave it to her husband. And so many people sent me this video. Um, it says, Dear Future Husband. And it's like literally just like pages and pages and pages of things that she's written, like photos and stuff. Um, and she gave it to her husband and she videotaped his reaction when he read it. It's like the cutest freaking video so i do want to keep it up because i do want to i think i like i eventually want to give it to my husband one day so i do want to keep it up but how do i keep writing in it while i'm dating him does that make sense yeah i would just write i mean yeah because like he's he's not your husband so i would say like like keep t- like talk about him and like oh my yes. gosh you can't I can't believe the scavenger hunt that he did for yes. me for Easter yes yes so today Red Star yeah. and I did this and that and this and occasionally you might be thinking I'm starting to think he might be you or you might you know that sort of thing it's it's oh. it's like how I met your mother you know oh, and then okay, okay. That's and then a really the, good idea the last page is um, 
I don't know. It's a, it's it's you. It's you. Yeah, the last page was it's been you. Red Star proposed today. It's you or something like that. I think that's so sweet. Oh. Okay, that's actually. I do need to keep. I want to keep writing in it because I do want it to be something like that. Um, at the end of the day, so that I'm glad that she asked that question because I haven't been writing in it. Um, but yeah, now I'm gonna start again. Has he been uh, getting closer and closer as he listens to the podcast? I don't know, man. Stressed about him listening. I'm not going to lie. And this is a new thing because he never did before. And then all of a sudden he's like, this podcast is pretty entertaining. I was like, well, that's nice. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty entertaining. (laughs) That's really funny. I'm like, you're not really our demo. We're not really like, you know, looking for... (laughs) But, um, we'll take all thanks. the downloads we can get. Thank you. Leave a review, yeah. Red Star, if you get a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I know this has been covered before, but does he listen to the morning show? Um, he listens, but his commute and like he doesn't now. He's not really in the car very much. Um, so he listens, but not quite enough to hear much. Gotcha. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Probably for the best. Definitely for the best. <laughs> I have one more email. Yeah. From Anonymous. I met a guy a couple of years ago at a bar. We quickly hit it off. For the next few months, he would text occasionally. I went to a party he hosted and would hang out when we'd run into each other at bars and whatnot. He then moved to another state, so we didn't really stay in touch. I had just talked to him back in January, and he told me he was moving back to the area in six months. Well, we just matched on Hinge, even though we have each other's numbers and instant and everything else. And we've been chatting. This guy has been the one I have never been able to get off my mind. We have something so different than any other guy I've dated. I want to try to change our casual situation into something more official or have him ask me on a date and whatnot, but unsure how to go about it. Matching on Hinge makes it seem like we're talking with more intention. What do you guys think? So they they already met. And whatnot. And, and they whatnot. hit it A lot of whatnot in this one, yeah. I know. I'm wondering what the whatnot's about. I could give her a UTI, I imagine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but she feels like matching on Hinge made it more intention, more than the Because they could just be texting as friends, as casual acquaintances. But the fact that they matched on Hinge, she makes it feel like clearly there's some oh, sort of romantic connection. because it's a dating here. site. Yes. So I get her point yeah, in that yeah. because, like, sometimes I think when you meet a guy, like, at a bar or in the wild or through friends sometimes. And I was the same way. Like I would always question like, do they just want to be friends or do they like me? Like you don't really know, but when you're on a dating app, I feel like it's more like they're on this to find somebody to date somebody. So there is more intention about being on the app, but I feel like because they maybe have already like what nodded, um, that intention. <laughs> we don't know if they've what nodded. Right. But I'm saying that intention might not be there with her. Does that make sense? You know, my thing on this is always you don't know until you give it a shot. Like, why are we right. just sitting back and waiting for him to ask you out? Ask him out. I mean, I know you can't go anywhere, but... I mean, now's the time. Is it, though? <laughs> is now the time? Right? I mean, now is the time to, like, shoot your shot. Because if you get rejected, it's like, whatever. That's true. Don't but you were saying now is the time to work on yourself and become a better person. And then worry about that when the world opens up again. I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, intentionally, I mean, she's already met this guy. They've, like, been taught, you know, it's not like he's this brand new person she's getting to know. 
she, like she said she hasn't been able to get them off her mind so that makes it seem more significant to me but if that's because of what nodding then and also i just feel like if they've already hung out and like done like if they've already tried hanging out and he's like not asking her out then like you don't want that but he you wasn't living in the that. area yeah, he's gone. but he wasn't living in the area those guys are the worst you got to factor that in I know, but sometimes they're not the worst. I, I also feel like asking him out now is a less pressure situation. You're not saying, let's go to dinner yeah. and a movie together. You're saying, hey, let's each get a bottle of wine and drink it together on Zoom or FaceTime or whatever. And I think that's cute, and I think he'd be into that, and I think it's a way to open that door a little bit. It is a little bit, I feel, less pressure dating right now. Mm-hmm. It's like, what else are you going to do? Exactly. And, like, you can hang up whenever you're, if right. you're like, I'm Shoot not your shot, girl. <laughs> and whatnot. All right. Hey, you guys have merch for sale, and people need to know about it. Because if there's one thing a scrubber needs to have is the name of this show plastered across their chest or arm. <laughs> yeah, that is so that true. That is true. If you want to know sizing, by the way, on the sweatshirts, I am a six-foot-tall, 175-pound uh Caucasian male, and I have a large <laughs> sweatshirt, and it barely covers my belly button. So, uh. <laughs> so size up is what Easton is trying to say. Um, you can get our merch; it's available at myfanthreads.com/scrubbingin, and a portion of all the merch sold will be donated right to the LAUSD to help those in need. So, get your merch, Shaka. And check the social for the link for buying tickets for the uh, Cinco de Scrubbers. It is going to be so fun. I am so ready. I haven't gotten drunk once in quarantine, and I know with truth or drink, I'm going to be drunk (laughs) on Cinco de Scrubbers. I have been doing a lot of drinking in quarantine. Well, then you're real. Give her the hard ones, guys. (laughs) Send her some hard I don't know if I can drink, though, because of my antibiotics. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Better be honest then when we play that game. <laughs> I wonder if I'll be done by then, though. I don't know. TBD. Might be drinking apple cider vinegar, baby. Shaka. Dude, that can hurt you, too, from what you said. So, What? We'll have to think something else. You said that that can hurt your stomach. It's like too Yeah, but I even think something. putting a drop of that and chugging water with that in it is pretty gross. Oh, no, we're not going to try and act like that's the same as a tequila shot. Well, what's gross? <laughs> we'll think of something. Okay. Or I can just, like, answer everything and, like, <laughs> crush it. It's often your policy. Yeah, there I mean, that would, be the, that would be the... Maybe we'll go that route. Maybe we'll go that route. scenario. Oops, all truths. <laughs> yeah, truth or truth. Truth or truth. Um, you have one day to get your tickets for Cinco de Scrubbers. So get your tickets and we will see you then. We cannot wait and have a great day. We love you. Love you. Bye. When do we all get to see each other again? Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 
21 Seeds infused tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. Yes, at Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.